as a Jets fan, yes, as a battered Jets fan, hello, you play to win the game. Like, I can't. How am I going to do that? How are you going to make that jump? I appreciate that. Let's go eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Manny, the battered Jets fans are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number five of the Battered Jets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me is Mr. Bearded Fanatic. How are you doing, sir? It's another amazing day, sir. I finally got to see my team live and in person today, and it was... How was that? It, it was great. It was great until the rain decided to come in, and um, they had to move the, the practice inside because um, of lightning in the area. But... um. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good just to be able to get out there and breathe football again. You know, we have the the stadium practice, which I, I'm I'm pretty sure the Jets have one of those where you guys have like your training facility and then you move to like a practice inside the stadium. That one's this upcoming Saturday, so I'm excited for that as well. Well, they they kind of did it up. I don't know if they did it just for hard knocks, but like our training camp where where the fans get to come, they have it like nice and covered now. Yeah, they got like little we have stands well. for everybody. Well, we didn't have that before. So uh, that, that was pretty cool when I saw that. So I don't know if they're trying to play it up for Hard Knocks or not, but it looks nice. But I'm going to leave this off to you introducing the guest because mm. you were the one that uh, told me about this guest just a couple of months ago. Yeah, I, I found her on TikTok and then Instagram. And like, and I think I mentioned this last week when we were talking. It's few and far in between where I actually could listen to somebody from an opposite team talk football. Obviously, you are the epitome of that. Obviously, not just because we've been friends for so long, but I feel like we have such unbiased opinions that when we say something kind of outlandish, we're not trying to be outlandish it's because we strongly believe that. We're not doing it just mm-hmm. for trolling. So when I ran into her TikTok, I was like, I feel like I could sit down and talk football with this person. Like, because even though they were talking Jets football, I was like, it kind of feels like how when you and I have a conversation off air or on air, and it felt that comfortable. I'm like, I got to reach out to her. And then I started following her on TikTok. And I started to be like, yo, we got to collab, which she'll talk about here now. But she does have, she was just letting us know off screen that she has like 10 podcasts that she does as well. So I feel awesome <laughs> that she decided to take the time to come and be on ours. Abby from Take Flight, thank you so much for being on the Battered Jets fan show. And welcome to <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> was, that a good, was that a good introduction? No, I was like, you are far too kind. I was like, oh, you had a long spiel. It came out beautifully. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Leave it to a Dolphin fan to do that, you know? Oh, right. Because most of the time when the Dolphins fans are coming for me, it's all just completely negative. I'm like, why are you here? Why are you commenting? I don't care about you. You're probably going to finish third in the division. Let's just get that right. <laughs> Shots fired already 30 seconds in. I have a question about that, Danny. If you don't mind me asking her a quick no, question go before we get go going. I feel, and I told Danny I wanted to touch on this today, I feel like trolling is at an all-time high. It, it doesn't matter what fan base it is. Right. I feel like I feel like the loudest person on Twitter is usually the loudest troll. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you, you tweet, like, the most unbiased things about your team. There's going to be somebody just coming for you. And I'm not going to – and Danny knows I don't give – light to those trolls i won't even say their names i won't say i won't say their handles but for example just danny knows my team very well danny for one of our guys to come out and be like skylar tamson was the best quarterback on the field today because he has such a high hatred for Tua tunga vialoa he does that because he knows one he's gonna get two on on his ass for talking shit about Tua. but then furthermore people he's gonna get what on his ass 
the Tuanon. That's what they call them, bro. The, the people who are obsessed with Tua Tonga Vailoa. I, I, I feel like I is like that, Is that really what they call it? What them? is it? It's called Tuanon. I, yes, I shit you not. It's like Qanon, but it's Tuanon. I shit you not. I shit you not. That's what they're called. I promise you. But I, okay. I feel like if, you, if you're the loudest troll in the room, you're going to either A, find a batch of people who agree with you, and even those who don't, they're going to be so shocked by your outlandishness that they're going to obviously react to your tweet. Now, Abby, you have, like you said, you, you have a lot of Dolphins that come to you and they come at you about Aaron Rodgers being 80 years old. He's not going to be any good this upcoming season. Your team is not that talented. At least I myself have not been that type of interaction with you so far. Right. No, that no, that's right. And like, if you look at like my most viral video, I think I called out like, um, he's pretty popular on TikTok, but it was like about the Denver Broncos. And all I said was, how's Russell Wilson doing? Which he had a horrible year. And I mean, we can probably talk about that later. But all I said was, I was like, how's Russell Wilson doing? That's all I said. And all the people came and came like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. A lot of it was bots, but some of it were actual people like, yeah. and the stuff that they were saying was like attacking my personal life. And I just like blocked them. Cause one person was like, literally, why is the dishwasher talking? Um, you just put on like whatever beanie and called yourself a fan. Someone said, it looks like I grew up without a dad. And I'm like, bro. (laughs) And I I replied to one person because I, because initially I wanted to get more comments. You know what I mean? So you get more and more feeds by commenting. So it didn't like bother me. And it's funny because his comment had like a thousand likes. Mine had 2000 likes for just whatever little comment I made back. But literally it was that when that video took off, I woke up and I had like 28, like thousand notifications. I'm like, what is legit going on here? But no, it, it it really is like that. You can I I I said a fact. How's it going? It's not going well. We all know that. It's pretty obvious. It's like anyone can see it from here. Um, so yeah, I mean, and we'll kind of talk about it later too. I with the Hackett thing mm. and Sean Payton. Mm. Like, I get that what get he said right was kind let's of do it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, let's start into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, he was right. Like it didn't, it didn't go well. It's just the way that he said it. And I, I mean, it was just kind of like degrading as a coach. Obviously right. he's an offensive coordinator. Now I've, it's funny, even before the, he was a Jets OC, I always, me and my co-host were on the same page that we wanted him to be ROC. I thought he would be good. He has success as an OC. He is yep. now the reason we have Aaron Rodgers. Yep. So it's just like, I get as a head coach, it didn't work out, but he like tore the whole man's career apart. And like, I know you played it in the intro, we keep receipts. That is literally what I will keep saying until week five. And I hope it's an absolute fucking blowout. Sorry, excuse I, I, my language. No, but. not at all. Drop that <laughs> F-bomb. But Danny, before you jump onto it, I you remember how I told you there's there's a time and place where two things can be true at the same time. Right. Sean Payton's comments technically are true. And I remember you and I talked about it, talking about the Denver Broncos. I see when you guys played them, I said, I think this is by far the worst co- coaching job I've seen because Russell Wilson took 25 steps back. One of the things that we talked about was maybe this has been Russell Wilson the whole time and Pete Carroll was just be his system made him look that good. And that could be true as look well. Look how Geno Smith looked. Correct. Right. So I think this was a scenario of two things could be true at the same time. You just didn't need to phrase it the way you did. It's like, those are fighting words. If I, if I caught you in a corner talking about it, I'm like, yeah, you're right, but I'm still going to punch you in the mouth. Danny, <laughs> how did you feel when the comments came out? Uh, obviously, I, I thought it was uh, it was a low blow. I, I really liked the way Robert Sala kind of came to his defense and basically just said, 
if you don't have haters, you're not popping. Literally, mm. verbatim, mm -hmm. that's what he said. Mm. One, I don't know. I didn't know he listened to rap because I don't know where he came up with that that <laughs> phrase right there. But I, I thought it was awesome. And I, I like that um, Aaron Rodgers came to his defense also. Keep my coach's name out of your mouth. The very Will Smith of him. So mm -hmm. I, I'm all for it. And I think it just adds fuel to the fire when they play in week five. And I, honestly, I think we're going to kick their ass. But, I mean, that's obviously I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But with that little bit of fuel, I think – and the Rockets have a good defense. So I don't, like I don't want to get ahead of myself. But if there's a chance, right, we might lose the game. Who knows? But if there's a chance that we're winning and we can run up the score a little bit, I bet you they do it. Mm, and I mean, I don't know how people hate Aaron Rodgers after he stood up for him. Like he was like, it's it was foul. You know what I mean? And I like that. Well, everybody hates Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. And like and honestly, Rodgers has done everything right since the moment he's gotten yes, to he New has. York. And, yes, and we has. can get in that later. But yeah, I mean, week five. Obviously, it's going to be like a heated game now, but I'm just going to mention, I believe we beat them last year with Zach Wilson. That, that speaks a lot. Like, we beat you with now our second string quarterback. Yes. Uh, he probably now, didn't even have that many yards the entire game. Now, like, I will, I will tell you something. <laughs> right. I, I am unfortunate. <laughs> I, I, I love to play devil's advocate, and this is why people hate me sometimes. We did beat them with Zach Wilson, but that game, Brees Hall only played half of it, and we won like because of Brees Hall. Our offense looks horrible that game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I'll agree, so, I'll agree on that. <laughs> but, but still, we, we probably have Brees Hall. We'll, we'll have Brees Hall. Technically, the win went we to Zach Wilson. So the fact is, yes, Zach Wilson technically beat the Denver Broncos. You know, you gotta you gotta say it like that. Right, and I we do, beat the Bills with Zach Wilson too. <laughs> we did. It's just I, I try to think to myself. I'm like, man, we won so many games despite Zach Wilson sometimes. Right. Right. And it it I can't. But you know, like, like I was saying, now. I just I don't know why now, like with, especially with the Sean Payton comments, and then just like all media in general, I don't know why people are so pressed about the New York Jets now. Like we've been irrelevant for twelve years, we did nothing to you. All of a sudden, we get Aaron Rodgers, and now you're all like, want to have our names in your mouth? Like where were you before? Nowhere. I I got a point to that, and, and I'm glad that you brought it up because you said that we, you, you want to talk Aaron Rodgers, so we're going to jump into Aaron Rodgers right now. The fact that you guys are getting so much hate is very simple. Usually when you're scared of something, you're going to try to pretend that you're not scared of it as much as possible. So again, coming from a Dolphin fan, when Aaron Rodgers was potentially going somewhere, and I said, well, we don't know if Tua's coming back. We don't know if he's going to retire because of these four concussions he just suffered this past year. If you find me a Dolphin fan that said that they would not have taken Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat, I will slap him in the face for you. Because... <laughs> That is such horseshit. You would take a guy who's been a two-time MVP on your team any day of the week if you know that your franchise quarterback is not coming back to your team. And you're probably going to have to rely on Skyler Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater being your quarterback. That's, that's first. Second of all, they're scared because, like Danny said, you guys won so many games in spite of horrendous quarterback play and how close you were in the games where you didn't have horrendous quarterback play. You had subpar quarterback play. You guys could have won that game if you just had a serviceable quarterback at the helm. So Agreed. the fact is that now you're getting Aaron Rodgers, two-time MVP, and you're throwing him right onto this team that now has Garrett Wilson that played balls out with me at quarterback basically last year. And now you're giving him Aaron Rodgers. People are gonna people are gonna be talking at you guys now with their chest out because they're they're kind of scared. They're like, all right, fuck, the Jets are a little bit good, but I'm too proud to say that the Jets are gonna be good. That's true. 
I mean, we would have made the playoffs uh, last year if we had competent quarterback play. <laughs> I could have gone That's out and sure. been quarterback and we would have made the playoffs. <laughs> and, and I agree. Me, me and Danny had the Jets making the playoffs. Danny, so you could jump in here. We had the Jets making the playoffs when you guys went on that run. I said, if you have Mike White stay healthy and just be serviceable, I don't see how you guys don't make the playoffs. I think if Mike White plays the whole season, we we make the playoffs because that, that, yeah, th those that. two games against the Patriots that we should have won those two games. Uh, it, it, it sucks, but whatever. I'm not going to get into Mike White now because he's a Dolphin now, so who cares about Mike White? Right, right. Yeah, I, I, did like, I talk... like unfollowed him as soon as he uh, became a Dolphin. <laughs> there you go. But he's back home because he's, he's from South Florida. Yeah, uh, we were talking about this early uh, earlier, and um, there was a, a video going around on Twitter Somebody saying that the Jets fans need to prepare for 2023 Aaron Rodgers to be 2022 Russell Wilson. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I did want to address it just because I think that's a very stupid comparison. For the simple fact that Russell Wilson started underperforming his last couple of years in Seattle before this horrible season he had where he dropped off the face of the earth. Aaron Rodgers, not only was he still top 10 in most categories last year, but the two years before that, he was the MVP of the league. So you cannot compare Aaron Rodgers to Russell Wilson when Aaron Rodgers, two out of the last three years, was the MVP, and Russell Wilson has just had a steady decline. It's just that he fell off a cliff last year. So I just wanted to bring that up just in case, because I saw that video going around, and it really rubbed me the wrong way because it's a stupid comparison. And for those people that are saying Aaron Rodgers is old, which is a lot of Dolphins and Bills and Patriots fans, I think that you're not going to see older Aaron Rodgers. I think you're going to see rejuvenated Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I, he showed up. He was there for for uh, for uh, OTAs. He was there. He's there talking with his talking with his young guys. He's he looks rejuvenated. He's angry. He wants to prove people wrong. So I think that the Aaron Rodgers that we're going to get is the best possible scenario for Jets fans because that guy is ready and he's going to be guns blazing as soon as that season starts. What about you, Abby? Old or rejuvenated? I mean, rejuvenated. That man is on a mission. He's been on a mission since leaving Green Bay. I, You can't tell me that he doesn't feel slighted at all by Green Bay and what happened. Because this man was 90% wanting to retire going into his little darkness retreat. That man came out and all of a sudden was like, nope, we're going to the Jets. You know what I mean? And he's trying to do essentially what Tom Brady did. Go with a new team and try and win a championship. You know what I mean? So I just think he's bringing, it is so clear as day, the energy and motivation he is bringing to this team. He has literally changed this team so much. I was actually reading today, there was actually a little scuffle. I forgot who was in between, but he immediately went over there, broke it up. They all talked about it, hugged it out. And that just shows like what, what, he, what he's about, you know what I mean? And since he's been in New York, like I said earlier, he has done everything right. He went and toured the whole city. A lot of people making fun of the Taylor Swift thing. I was about it. You know, I'm like, right. show your little dance moves. Be in MetLife, you know, at the Knicks game, going everywhere, hanging out with this team. You know what I mean? So, honestly, he got, he, uh, in my head, I'm like, he got a haircut, came to New York and looked like a brand new man. Like, my one friend, she's like, I don't even like football, but damn, he's fine. <laughs> it's like, you should have seen him with the long hair, girl. I'll tell you this. Yeah, he, he was definitely Nicholas Cage from Con Air rocking that long right. hair. Was that scuffle the Jeremy Rucker, Michael Clemens uh, scuffle? Because been. Jeremy Rucker, to me, got, got a whole new level of respect for me if you go after Michael Clemens, because that guy is terrifying. He's huge. And he's just like, yeah. 
anytime he's in front of the media, it's just like, hi, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's terrifying. So if, if you're going up to him and you're punching him in the helmet, uh, you got my respect. One of the things that you guys brought about, and Danny just took the banner away here as I'm trying to talk about Uh-oh. it here. You keep saying that he's doing everything right. This, to me, as a fan of the NFL, is one of the biggest things that he did. He took a huge pay cut to help this team in the eventuality that you guys wanted to add another piece. Like said, Dalvin Cook, that we're, t- we're about to talk to talk about in a few moments here. This goes to show you, one, I'm not just here for a one-year rental. And then two, I'm trying to do everything I can to, for you guys to add another piece if needed to improve this team upon what it's already on. I feel like this team is really talented already. Again, barring any setbacks that you guys lose a player. What was your opinion when you guys saw this break that he took like a $35 million pay cut? I mean, first of all, I couldn't believe it because that man was supposed to make $110 million with Green Bay. You know what I mean? So it was it was huge. But I just think it speaks enough to his character. And he's literally said since his interview with the Jets when he first got traded that he believes in Coach Sala. He mm-hmm. believes in Joe Douglas. He believes I'm literally repeating it verbatim. I've watched it so yeah. many times. Um, he believes in the direction this team is going. And I think that literally proved that, you know what I mean? And he wants to be here. I don't, I think it also showed us too. He doesn't plan on just doing us a disservice in one year and out. You know what I mean? I think he plans to be here kind of at least two or two or three years. Hopefully I'm hoping at least two, but I mean, pushing for three at least, but I mean, yeah, that's why I don't understand. I'm like, why, why are people hating him? What, like, that's what a team player is. He wanted to give the Jets more room to add more players and add more depth. And that's probably exactly what we're going to do. Yep. Danny? I like the way that they got very creative with it. I don't know if you noticed, but he signed a five-year contract technically. Mm-hmm. And they, they front-loaded his first two years with big bonuses. And because it's a five-year contract, they can kind of let that salary uh, that goes against them because of the bonus spread out within five years. So mm-hmm. they got really creative with it. And that's going to give us a lot of money to, to work with the next, these two years. Cause it's a two year window. That's essentially what we have. And he made sure that we're going to have the cap space to kind of fill this team in these holds, which we're going to need offensive line help at some point, but yep. to fill these holes. And um, I'm excited, man. I, I, I couldn't be happier with what Aaron Rodgers has looked like as far as a teammate. And then after this, He's all in for those people saying that he's here for one year and he's out. No, he's he's she's trying to win. He is determined to win. And if this doesn't show you, like, I don't care how rich you are. You leave thirty five million dollars on the table. It's for a reason. And he's trying right. to win it all. I meant to ask you, Daniel, what does your T-shirt say? Is it a Garrett Wilson one? Oh, yes, it is. It is. It's Garrett Wilson. Hey. Always open, 24-7. <laughs> I'm yeah, watching him. He's supposed to return to practice on Saturday because, I mean, he had a low ankle sprain, I believe. Mm-hmm. So kind of keeping an eye on that. It doesn't seem like anything major, though. Listen, me and Danny have talked about this. When you guys lost Garrett Wilson and then I lost Jalen Ramsey and then on Joe the Burrow day. and then Joe Burrow got hurt out, out there. I was like, listen, throw away training camp, throw the whole That's goddamn it. thing away. <laughs> only play only play roster bubble guys that, you know, like the ones that are going to finalize the 53 man roster, maybe a couple of practice. Throw the whole thing away. I do not want to lose any more players because, listen, if you don't have a healthy team, it's just it's it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a long what? season. I was going to ask you, what do you think about is didn't they sign Eli Apple? Ugh, please. This is a jet show. I, I, I don't want to talk about <laughs> Mr. Apple. I don't want to talk about Mr. Apple at all. That's why I didn't bring it up, Danny, when we started recording Dolphins football. Notice, I, 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 notice yeah, I, I, I forgot game, to bring it up. I mentioned every name at corner. Nick Needham, Cater Kohu, mm-hmm. 
everybody, Cam Smith, but I did not mention Eli Apple yeah. just because I, I forgot don't think about it's him worth also. mentioning, sir. We also do a Dolphin show called Battered Fins Fans. So, yeah. And we, we just recorded that. Um, I, Before we talk Dalvin Cook, I did want to ask. Sure. The Hall of Fame game is two days from now. Mm-hmm. Were either one of you surprised that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to see the field at all? Because honestly, I get it. But I thought because it was a Hall of Fame in Canton, he might be out there to kind of hand the ball off three times. No. Like, I, I honestly thought that he would make an appearance. No, I, I was the only one. Yes. Listen, he could go out there and sprain his wrist for all I know, handing the ball off. Don't. Anything you could do to not keep that man playing. Listen, we've been through this. Aaron Rodgers doesn't need training camp. Aaron no, Rodgers doesn't need preseason. I say you let him, you give him a lounge chair because maybe the, the benches are too hard. And you have him just sit down talking to Zach Wilson about what he needs to do better. Because, listen, long behold, when Aaron Rodgers moves on and you guys do decide to, let's say, fifth-year option Zach Wilson, he might end up being your quarterback again, your starting quarterback again. This is going to be a a very good tenure for Zach Wilson to learn from the man, kind of like how Aaron Rodgers learned from Brett Favre for so many seasons sitting behind him. This could be nothing but good for Zach Wilson. So, no, I am kind of – I'm happy – that Zach Wilson is going to be out there because guess what? Every single series that's over, he's going to run over to the sideline. He's going to talk to Aaron Rodgers, hopefully not too close where he can step on him and hurt a toe, but close enough where he can learn what he did wrong and what he needs to do better. Yeah, I didn't think at all he was going to play in the Hall of Fame game. And honestly, I, I even said, I think I posted a TikTok video yesterday that I was like, that man's not going to take a snap during preseason either. Like the first time we're going to see him is is week one, obviously, you September 11th. week three he plays uh, pre- the third preseason game? What happened? Oh, I think he I think he plays the third preseason game. I think he may play week the, the second one, which is technically the dress rehearsal game now, because the third one is now the the last preseason game. I think you might see him for a couple snaps in, in that second preseason game. Maybe, but he hasn't done anything since like 2018. I agree. I That's agree why I'm like, you. he might because he's with a new team. Obviously, he spent so many years with Green Bay. That's the only reason yeah. why I can see that happening. But Honestly, I'm I'm actually happy to see Zach Wilson starting, like because eventually, like you made the point, he may be our quarterback again. And all I know is if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, you know, that offensive line is still a little shaky. I'm like that. He has to be able to come in and work with this offense. And I was saying I've been talking to everybody, too, about, you know, hard knocks and the kind of the topics covered. I do want to see. Honestly, I feel like I do want to see Zach Wilson. I want to see the mentorship with. Aaron Rodgers and that relationship and how he feels now being QB too. I mean, to be drafted so high and now be just like out of that. I mean, out of that whole class, if you were, weren't Trevor Lawrence, I mean, it's kind of all just been shaky for everybody. You know what I mean? But I do think this is a good time for him to kind of get that practice out. And it's more um, his confidence, I think at this point. And Robert Sala said earlier this week that that's something he's been working on. He appears more confident. And so obviously this might boost him a little bit more. I agree. Danny. I don't want to see Zach Wilson. I want to to go to you. (laughs) When when you did this with your hat and you started. Because the thought of how, look, I I think that this year is going to be great for him. I think learning from Aaron Rodgers is going to be great from him. Aaron Rodgers is really friendly with him, even before Aaron Rodgers was a Jet. Supposedly, they used to communicate off the field. So I think that this is going to be a great mentorship. And if he is going to be a serviceable quarterback or a good quarterback, I think this is the best scenario for him. But with that being said, like I said, it's a mentorship where he's going to eventually improve. So I don't expect him to improve right now. So I don't want – like, if it happens, let it happen year two of Aaron Rodgers. This year, we need a full Aaron Rodgers, all 17 games, because – I. 
I don't want to go through Zach Wilson, man. And I shit, we need more than seventeen games. (laughs) Right, right. I think it was like twenty-two games, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. So, but Mandy and I defended Zach Wilson. I defended him up until that. Was it the first Patriots game? Yep. He that sat, press conference talked really smug, and I was like, "Oh, oh no, don't do this." Abby, don't he do lost this. me there. He lost me. I, listen, yeah. I, I was I was, a, I was a big Zach Wilson fan, and the way he came out, and they asked him like, "Oh, do you take any blame for that loss?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Excuse you?" And then you, and then he's there, and I know it's very minimal, but the way he was chewing gum was pissing me off. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Like, come the way on. he was breathing, like this is yeah, he was like there chewing gum while he's answering these questions all smug. I was like, oh, you lost me, dude. You lost me. Yeah, give me Mike White. And then, honestly, I started being done the game. Uh, I forgot who we were playing. He had ninety-two yards, that and I a, just and I forgot what game that was. It? And I I lost hope because what happened uh, during that game was the first play. Quinn and Williams got us great field coverage right at like. I think like the 40 yard line or something like that, or in the red zone or something like very close, couldn't get in the end zone. And I'm just like, come on, dude. You could have like walked it in. I don't care. Mike Mike White did that like (laughs) with the Mike White in Minnesota game. We made it to the red zone six times and we didn't score a touchdown. That game was so effing frustrating for me. It's like, you're not going to win off a kick, off another kick, off another kick. And I mean, we had it and I was out watching the game and you could tell the Vikings fans, there were two around me. They were like chewing their fingers off and everyone was into that game because, you know, they were like, Oh, the jets are coming back. They have a chance. And then obviously I walked away disappointed, but that was one of honestly the toughest loss last season because we had that game. Yeah. You ready to say that for so many games last year. You ready to yeah. talk? You ready to talk running back room, Danny? Yeah, fuck that guy. Come on, bring him on. Let's go. Here it is. <laughs> so, Danny, you guys brought in uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, you want to tell the people who are watching who aren't the wiser how that went? Well, Dalvin Cook is obviously using us to try to get more money out of the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook has no intention of signing with the Jets. I believe he. I think he even said that he, that we were one of the top options. Right? Is that what he said? Yeah, Miami. And then he ended up leaving the facility without, right? Everybody says that he's basically a Dolphin already. Would I want Dalvin Cook? I would. I don't think I, – I, if we have a healthy Brees Hall, I don't think we need him. No, but absolutely not. The, but the reason I would take a Dalvin Cook, two reasons. One, obviously he's a good player. And second, to keep him away from the Dolphins and the Bills because I think the Bills would probably be in on him also. And to keep him away from our opposing teams in the AFC East, I would pay him. So those right. are the two reasons I would want him. Like if he went to the Patriots, you're the only yeah. good player on that team. It's like nobody's yeah, scared of you on the Patriots. But if we got to worry about Josh Allen's arm and then his legs, and then we got to worry about Stephon Diggs, and then Dalvin Cook coming out the backfield, and then Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and a Dalvin Cook coming out the backfield, it's like, all right, exactly. But on the Patriots, I, I would literally pay him Patriots. just not to play for you. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, I don't want to see him on any AFC East teams. It's all it's all coming down to money. And the dude wants 10 million. And I'm sorry, you're not gonna be paid that. You ain't no you ain't no Saquon Barkley. He's not even getting paid. Honestly, his deal was so well, I don't even like talking about the Giants because I just think they're irrelevant. And I am a big hater of Danny Jones. I can't stand him. He's the most mediocre player quarterback in the league right now. Um, Danny Dimes. Um, I don't even call him that because he's not even that. I hate how people call him that. I'm like, where, where, where was it? I mean, it's all coming down to money. You're not worth 10 million. Could we, would I like to have him there? And I, do I think he would be beneficial and add more depth? 
Yes, but I'm hoping this season Michael Carter needs to have a better season. Um, mm -hmm. I really am. I'm a huge fan of Izzy Abanaconda, the rookie that we picked up. He looks mm -hmm. good. And then what? We still got Bam Knight. You know, Bam what I mean? Knight. Yep. Yeah. So I'm like, I think we're pretty set. He's not needed. He's not going to get 10 million from us. Like he's going to get. But, I was saying six or seven and one year deal, and that's it. But you know what? The funny thing is, is that. When you look at the Jets, when you look at the Dolphins, and even to an extent the Bills, those are the three teams that people are talking about possibly getting Dalvin Cook. And I feel like all three of them have a decent running back room already. Right, so right. So I, I don't know where he's expecting to get this money because, yes, all three teams would like you and possibly other teams across the NFL. But for the most part, I think everybody's pretty happy with what they have already at, at running back. And all those teams, all the Jets did do well, and then it kind of fell apart at the end. But we did fine without you. You know what I mean? And like mm -hmm. I said, I, I'm really big on Izzy, just a rookie. He looks great. He's fast. Shout out, to Gunny, shout out to Gunny Gumby real quick because he tweeted something. And I, listen, Gunny Gumby's one of those guys. You got to get Abby on Twitter. We do got to get Abby. We just That's talked it. about that. We, we do. We do. We got to get I'm you on, on Twitter. I'm on it. I'm just like creeping though. <laughs> oh, she, she, she's like um, your boy, Kevin Durant. She's got like a ghost account. So nobody knows it's her. <laughs> yeah, right. A burner, and I, a burner. I like I stuff, you. but you don't know it's me. <laughs> right. Uh, Gunny Gumby finally at, at mentioned somebody, which I thought it was a very great point. If you have a healthy Brees Hall on your team, you guys don't need Dobbin Cook. Nope. On the Dolphins, he would be the best running back in the room. But like you said, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, they were averaging basically five yards of carry, 4.8 yeah, for five, the other guy. Yeah, five, six yards of carry. Yeah, they, they, mm -hmm. they were doing fine without him also. So, yes, in our room, he technically would be the best running back, but he's not needed on, to make this team good already. The Dolphins are set at running back. In Buffalo, I could see more of a need for him. But, again, I don't think he's going to Buffalo. I know a lot of people are like, oh, he wants to play with his brother. I don't think he wants to take any shine away from his brother, so I don't think he ends up there either. But shout out to Gunny for that tweet. It, it, you're absolutely right. If he was on the Dolphins, he would be our best running back. But technically, if Brees Hall has, let's say, six weeks that he doesn't come back, he technically would be the best running back in your room because Brees Hall is injured. Honestly, this late and he still doesn't have a contract is kind of like, dude, like you're going to have to get over it. Take the, eight, take the six here. mil and get over it. There's a reason... Well, they're not picking some players up. hate training camp though. Like some players purposely right. do this because they, they just want to skip some of training camp because they don't want to be mm -hmm. part of it. So all right. So one thing that surprised us yesterday was it Connor Hughes. I forgot who it is. Somebody reported it and uh, I'm sorry for forgetting who it was, but a legit Rich reporter media, I think. was a rich somebody reported that Joe Titman is probably not going to start the season at center. Now, Mind you, he was our second-round pick. And we – I mean, Connor McGovern isn't necessarily blowing anybody away. But not only is Joe Tittman supposedly not going to be the starter, he's not practicing with the ones. He's also not practicing with the twos. He's practicing with the third stringers. Now, I'm sorry, but this is concerning to me. Now, the, the only positive here is that the Jets coaching staff over the last uh, – since Salah has been here, he kind of makes – these young players earn their starting spots. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he's with the third stringers does worry me just a little bit. What are we thinking here, Ab? I mean, I kind of I kind of agree. I also was not that surprised.
surprised by it. I mean, it's definitely very, very early, but also I'm kind of just thinking, well, they went with McGovern because he's already like the veteran center. It just makes more sense for the veteran QB to be behind a veteran center. You know what I mean? And I don't know how much Aaron Rodgers is in talks with that. Now, I don't That's think he true. starts the season. Do I think he like rotates in throughout the season? Absolutely. I just don't think it's going to be starting, honestly, week one. He's going to have to like... Backup, I was though. really... What happened? I hope he's the backup though. Like being the well, third yeah, stringer me too, is just worrisome. I mean, they were pretty high. We were all pretty high on him. I was too. I mean, he looked good. The only other one I was kind of looking at was Schmitz. And I forgot where he ended up getting picked up. I mean, he's starting, he, I think. Was it for mm -hmm. the Giants? He's, he's starting. Wherever he is, he's starting. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is a little concerning. I just also, I'm like, all right. Like, even Aaron Rodgers kind of working out some kinks with the receivers right now. Like, it's been a couple of overthrown passes, a couple of bad practices and stuff like that. So, I'm just hoping he can, like, develop. You know what I mean? But you're right. Salah makes his um, rookies earn their spot. That's why I'm like, it's. Like I told you, I'm really big on Izzy, but I also know we already saw what we can get out of Bam Knight. He's going to have to force his way in there. You know what I mean? Because we all know Brees is right at the top. You know what I mean? And after that, it's kind of up for grabs. I would I would like it to be Michael Carter, but like I said, he needs to have a better year. And uh, just John Smith. There's Michael a lot Smith of position is, battles is going on right now. Yeah. Well, a perfect transition. Uh, I think the most important and the one that's most talked about this offseason is left tackle now mm -hmm. Dwayne Brown is is on the physically unable to perform list but he should be back by the time the season starts we would all hope it's with the rotator cuff if he's not back then I guess Mikhail Beckton kind of wins by default at the moment Billy Turner has been getting the number one run who would you have at left tackle this is hard because the thing is Dwayne Brown has not played, if I'm correct, any other position, even in college, besides left tackle. But I don't know if you saw today. I was see, I'm on Twitter, but I'm looking at like I'm I'm observing from the background. But Rich Samini tweeted that it looks like Makai Becton kind of. So I remember he said his injury came from being at right tackle, and he kind of yeah. blamed the coaches for that. Well, now he's backpedaling, and he's like, "Well, I think it came from." I forgot what he said it came from. Uh, I think I wrote it down here. Uh, he said it came from the wrong surgery in 2021, which led to a re-injury in 2022. And now he that that's why um, he would now be open to playing right tackle. So his tone is a little bit changed now. So I'm like, if I get so mad that he came out with those tweets, like I'm only a left tackle, bro. AVT played like five different positions last year. Yep. Like you Preach. can move your big Preach. ass who hasn't played in three years over. Okay. I get, I get it's a whole different thing, but do you want to play on this team or not? Because this is your last shot. Sorry. I, I was not mad too about um, obviously him not getting his fifth year option. Like, dude, you haven't played. We haven't, we don't know what we're working with. And, and not just that there's only 22 spots to start on a Super Bowl contending team. This, this isn't like a like a hey we're gonna tank this like you there's a chance that you have a legit playoff run and you might earn a big contract from us or somebody else if you perform well on a Super Bowl contending team. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know why he's being such a, a baby about it. I mean I I guess I get it to an extent, but like like you said, AVT played right guard, left tackle, right like he played everything. I think the only thing he didn't play was center. So 
I mean, it'd be nice if he could kind of take the AVT route. But regardless, um, you know, I, I, uh, I think that he's not going to win the job. I think that it's Dwayne Brown's if Dwayne Brown's is healthy. Right. And I think so, too. I, I really think he's going to have to move over. Honestly, that's kind of the only way you're going to be beyond here. Like you, we, we're trying to win. You know what I mean? So we're going to put the best person forward. And like I even kind of got mad when before Quinn and Williams signed this whole deal and everything like that. It was kind of like, you know, defensive linemen for dot, 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 dot. I'm like, dude, I don't do the Twitter stuff like that. Like, stop it. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get your money. And I'm telling you right now, when, once AVT because AVT and Brees Hall went out the same week. I was like, this is devastating. We're like screwed. And we were. Since mm-hmm. that, after week seven, we just went right down the tank. No, that, that was it. The, the Bills game was the only game that we were like, oh, well, you know, maybe we're still for real. But after that, it was downhill. Yeah, and I mean, Billy Turner's in the mix. I know he's got familiarity with Hackett and stuff like that. So there's a chance can Hackett I, may Can, can I jump in on that Can I jump in on that Because I've looked into Billy Turner, per Turner, and I know Do- Manny's going to have plenty to say because he, he was drafted by the Dolphins. Yes, but he was. Up, up until the point where he played for the Packers, and even then he was injured consistently, he hasn't necessarily been a very good player. Go right. ahead, Manny. I know, I, know that, I know you have a lot to say. <laughs> if you guys don't have Dwayne Brown and uh, Mekhi Becton as your starters at your tackle positions, your season's blown. Billy Turner can't block for the life of him. I am sorry to tell you, he was getting blown up by everyone as a Dolphin. He was getting blown up in Green Bay as well. It's funny that people used to tweet when he was in Green Bay, oh, Billy Turner looked good. I'm like, who's Billy Turner look good? And it would be like against a third-string defensive end. This guy can't block for shit. He does not deserve to be in the NFL. He belongs somewhere with Jonathan Martin right now. If anybody knows who Jonathan Martin is, they should be hanging out in the club together right now because that guy is trash. You need Mekhi <laughs> Becton to grow the fuck up and play right tackle for you guys because if it's Billy Turner, there's – listen, Jalen Phillips is going to eat a whole lot of Aaron Rodgers this year. That's all I got to say. <laughs> no, Billy Turner, he he got – I think he, he was the backup for most of the time on the Dolphins. When he finally got the start, whatever game it was, they absolutely dominated him, and then he got released the next week. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's been the same story with the with the with the Packers, same thing. And then last year with the Broncos, he got injured. So it's either he's not healthy or he's not playing well. So I don't think Billy Turner's think name should be considered. <laughs> like uh, just injury no. prone. We don't need that anymore. No, yeah, no. So when I've looked into him, he, he shouldn't be considered for this starting position. So it should be Mackay Becton or Dwayne Brown, even Max Mitchell. But no way Billy Turner should be considered for this. Great. <laughs> All right. So, uh, as we come near a close, I- I'm going to ask you a question that we've asked every Jets fan that's been on our show this oh, last couple. Let's hear it. All right. So here. Do it you goes. like cruises? No, I'm kidding. That's not the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here it is. Is this season Super Bowl or bust, in your opinion? <gasps> I've gotten this question so many times too. Um, it's really hard because like, if you asked me last week, cause I've, I've been kind of breaking it down more. Last oh, you're a flip flopper. No, I just like, okay. So originally I was thinking it is not super bowl or bust this year. It is super bowl or bust in the Aaron Rodgers era 
but not specifically this year, because I think it is very hard to turn it around in one year. And I'm sorry, a lot of people, I don't know where this new generation is like, okay, if you're Tom Brady, you're the GOAT, but if you won one ring, you ain't shit. Like, I'm like, to have one ring is a huge freaking deal. Like, they don't understand that. I don't care if his ring came from 2012 or 2010 or whenever it was. But, like, they're all expecting just, like, Pat Mahomes. And look at, I mean, he's got two rings, but obviously, like, Joe Burrow still has none. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I don't know where people got this whole, like, concept, and it's it's effing annoying. Sorry, that's a whole different conversation. But um, as far as this year, I was like, we need to make the effing playoffs. Why are we setting, in my head, Super Bowl when we haven't even reached the bare minimum or been competitive in December since this past year? So I, in my head, I was like, it's playoffs or bust. Now, I don't want to be a first-round knockout either. I'm talking at least like maybe two win, at least a win and then get out. But as I'm thinking about and a lot of the reason I feel like I'm saying it's not Super Bowl or bust this year is because I believe in like juju and all of that, and I'm not trying to jinx it. Like um, I'm sure you guys have seen I'm a huge Arizona Wildcats fan. I graduated from there. Anytime I put them in March Madness going all the way, it's a bust. So I always have them first round knockout or something. And I and and and, and I know it makes absolutely no sense, but I don't know. As I, as the season no nears, I I get, I'm getting more excited, and I don't want to like get my hopes up. Almost, I'm, I feel like I'm setting myself up for disappointment. So I'll still say it is playoffs or bust this year. Next year, though figure it out i think we still have a lot of gaps uh this year especially at linebacker it's a little a little iffy and i actually have a dm right now i didn't respond to it but uh she was telling me that she thinks that we're gonna regret regret not signing Quan. and obviously he signed with the steelers i think not signing Quan alexander was a huge mistake what and i wanted him back but they they're really set on i forget that rookie's name that they're so set on they must see um i think it's a sherman or something like that and my co-host is all about him too so i kind of like trusted judgment a little bit but i'm Jamie Sherman's been with us for a couple years i don't i don't see him as a good who it is yeah yeah jamie and sherwood i don't see him as a quan alexander replacement now when we had dj chark i always forget his last name clark or chark chark whatever the kid that went yeah, down with yeah, the, yeah. the season-long injury, he was uh, in the box safety. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, we don't have Quan back, but this kid can can blow up some running plays, whatever. But once mm-hmm. he went out, I was like, we need Quan back. And I think that that's going to be a huge loss, one that not pe- people aren't talking enough about. Right, and I was a hu- I was a huge fan of him. You know what I mean? I don't know I don't, I don't know what it really came down to, but as the time went on, I was like, dude, dude's going to get picked up elsewhere. And that, so my hopes kind of for signing him went away. But I'm going to sit here and still say it's playoffs or bust this year. Next year, it's Super Bowl or bust. And that may be like an opinion most Jets fans don't agree with, but I really don't care. No, no, <laughs> I'm no. trying to be realistic. No, be look, realistic. I, I, I've, I've been saying the same thing since we got Aaron Rodgers back in, I mean, technically April, but since March, I was saying we got Aaron Rodgers, or if we get Aaron Rodgers back, then I was saying it's not Super Bowl or bust for a few reasons. One, any given Sunday, you can mm-hmm. just lose because somebody plays out of their mind. Two, we've been so bad for so long. People should be happy if we make the playoffs. Now, mm-hmm. like you said, and this is what I've also said, we need to win a playoff game, not just make the playoffs. We need, if we make the wild card run, like you need to make it to at least the second round. Yeah. Right. At least. 
Now, once you make it to the second round, you're playing against people like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and sometimes they play out of their minds. And if they play out of their minds and they eliminate you, you know, I, I get it. And we didn't win, but I don't think it's a complete loss. So much like you, I also don't think it's Super Bowl or bust. But if we don't make the playoffs, that's a disaster. Yep. No, and honestly, that'll be a bad signing if we don't. This whole thing will be for nothing if we don't even make the playoffs, honestly. And I I don't know about you, but I want to hear your opinion. I always wanted Aaron Rodgers. He was always my number one. I don't know if you were more like Lamar or if you wanted Derek Carr. No, I... I, I never wanted Lamar. Ever. I And I wanted Derek Carr because Aaron Rodgers wasn't a sure thing. So if, if right. I knew that I could just choose who I wanted, well, give me Aaron Rodgers. But at the time, everybody's like, do you take Derek Carr right now or do you gamble on possibly getting Aaron Rodgers down the line? And I was mm -hmm. all in on Derek Carr because if we don't get Derek Carr and then Aaron Rodgers decides to retire, we end up with nobody. So I was heavy on that Dave, uh, Derek Carr uh, bandwagon, but um, I mean, they I mean, and I, Rogers. Carr knew he was the second option. I don't think he wanted to go to a team where he knew he was the second For best sure. option. If if this didn't work out, you know yeah. what I mean. And it was a and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like it was a huge risk to to wait for Aaron Rodgers and. Yeah. That's why I'm attributing Hackett to going out there and and getting it done. You know what I mean? If, if he is a lot of what the reason I think we got Aaron Rodgers. For sure. I don't think what you think Woody Johnson said something to get Aaron Rodgers come. I'm like, boy, stop talking. <laughs> I, I think that for them to pass up on Derek Carr, though, they had to have gotten some type of sign that Aaron Rodgers was mm -hmm. a possibility because mm -hmm. Derek Carr would have been a great pickup if if we, if we didn't get Aaron Rodgers, he still would have been a big upgrade from what we had last year. Right. Agreed. Coming to a close, I do like to ask every new fan that we have on here is mm -hmm. give me your favorite Jets player of all time and your favorite Jets moment of all time. Oh, God. All right. So I have to give backstory. So I became a Jets fan during Mark Sanchez. And I'll tell you why. So I used to want to go to USC for a very long time since I was in fourth grade. Obviously didn't end up going there. So I watched his whole career through USC and then he got drafted. I was like, I'm going to keep on following him. Okay. Um, and that's how you became uh, a Jets fan? I mean, no, I, but that's how I became a Jets fan. So I have two jerseys, Mark Sanchez and Darrell Revis. Mm. And I'm going to say it's always going to be Darrell Revis. Sure. I don't like how he's kind of, you know, he had drama with Klecko. We saw that Twitter beef. And then we saw the other Twitter beef like recently. With Asante Samuel. Yeah, exactly. And I, I love like Revis's energy. You know what I mean? And he always just brings it and he's always on point. And everyone he, who he's ever played with will tell you that. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say Darrell Revis. And obviously I'm very happy he was elected to the Hall of Fame. Very much well-deserved. I don't care what anyone says. No. People tend to disagree with that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how it's possible that you don't think that My uncle think that is from New York. A... And he was like, he didn't really do much. And I'm like, bro, I'm not about to have this conversation with you. I, and I think that most people have that. And I think Danny and I discussed this. At, when we were first talking about it, Danny, and I said, well, is Darrell Reeves that good? He barely gets any interceptions. Then it, Danny bring, brings up this point to me. He's like, how can he get interceptions when they're avoiding him altogether? He is shutting down your best receiver on one side of the field. And when you do throw that ball towards him, 
you're not either a getting picked off or you're not completing it. That to me in, in its light is a shutdown corner and one that's worthy of the, of the hall of fame. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as my favorite play or your favorite no, moment, or your, the, moment or your favorite moment, um, in my head, I'm like Super Bowl because I never got to see it and we well, haven't had it since. The butt fumble. <laughs> the butt fumble was your your your, your best moment. Oh right? yeah, the apparently. Butt was your, was your, your best moment. Um, I mean, I loved I'll I'll say two things. I love the Fitz Magic era. Like that was such a fun time to watch. That was football. very fun. And watching him was... bust his nose and have that shit bleeding. I was and like, this game. guy is great. Like, but um, I'm going to say it because it's from this past season and my co-host tagged me in it today because he knows it was my favorite play from this past season. And Manny, you won't agree, but when Quinn and Williams picked up that fumble and fucking stiffed arm Tyreek Hill, like get the fuck <laughs> out of the way. That is my favorite play from this past season for sure. <laughs> I've watched it on repeat moment. literally so many times. It's crazy. And I was, was literally really just tagging moment. it again today. And, and he was because Quinn and Williams was talking about it. Yeah. And he he was he was hyped for after that play too. But I was like, big boy picked that up and Tyreek tried to tackle him. Poor thing flew. <laughs> no disrespect <laughs> to Tyreek though, because he's one of the best in the league. I'll give him his Thank respect. Thank you. There. I appreciate that. I'll give I him his respect. That. There. I appreciate that. Uh final well, question to you before we go. Will you be attending a Jets game live and in person this upcoming? I know that you're a few miles away. I know a you're few. a few miles away. <laughs> Any chance that you could probably be in Miami at the end of the year to see those Dolphins and Jets game? As much as I would love to, I won't. But I won't be in Miami. I am going to the Raiders-Jets game, though. Of so, course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm really I'm hyped for that game. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, I hope it's a blowout. But, I mean, Allegiant Stadium, I've already been in it great you know what i mean the i know i'm dying great. to see that stadium yeah mm-hmm. i've been in it twice because i watched um the arizona wildcats played byu and actually zach wilson was at that game and so they just said like they had put him on the screen and the jumbotron they're like oh new york jets quarterback and obviously he got his five minutes of fame he won't get any more right. um but yeah that stadium is just effing awesome and i'm excited to go and what I'm not hoping is I hope I don't get anything like remember that Patriots fan and that woman was yelling at him that viral yes. clip. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, no one better try me is what I'm saying right now. <laughs> and, and I think you honestly, seem, you I, seem a little funky. Of, I don't think a lot of people would want to fuck with you, Abby. No, exactly. Like, trust me, you don't want these problems. That's why them TikTokers, that's why they get blocked and then they don't comment back because, bro, you're not going to talk to me like that. Right. I don't know who you think I am. <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited for that game. That's the only game I'll unfortunately be going to. I thought about doing one kind of maybe in December-ish. I've actually only been to two to New York head. Jets games ever, head. I think. Um, actually, one until now. Hold on. No, two. I've been to the – at the time, they were the Washington Redskins and the Jets. We played them um, at FedEx. And then I went to for New Year's one year – the Jets and the it was a New York game, a uh, Jets game at MetLife though, and they won so both so you, games. So you've so been to the, to the air Raiders. conditioner, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that ugly stadium. Me and Danny have talked about this that we wanted to do one away game for each of our teams, and I think Danny, that's one of the games you said that it was probably going to be like the most feasible for us to do. 
mm-hmm. the Vegas game? I, I don't, honestly, I don't remember. I know we talked about it, but like I said, if we're in the area, you know, we might as well. You already did. You already buy your tickets. You already have your seats for that game. Me, yeah, my ticket. I'll tell you right now. So it's so we're it's funny. We're making it like a family trip, semi too. So a bunch okay. of my uncles and my aunts are coming. Um, but yeah, are they just my fans mom also? knew someone who had season tickets, and I bought it from them. He gave me their mm. seats, um, nice. and I'm telling you right now, I paid four hundred. Mm. A, t- for the a ticket? ticket, so. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. Mm. And to me, it's, I mean, to me, it's 100% worth it. I, I probably, of course, because you like don't I go said, to many it's just games. so hard for me to make a game. And honestly, because we have so many primetime games, that makes it even more difficult. Even that sure. game is hard because it is Sunday night football. So it's already going to be late. I already know I'm going to have to try and get back to work the next morning. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. I'll, um, I'll, we'll have to link you up with the Gotham City crew guys because they always have great tailgates out Oh, in, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, I looked at, and I could still possibly go, um, I looked at the away game over in Dallas, and I looked at the one, um, I believe we played Denver away, and that would be feasible, and my stepdad is a huge Denver Broncos fan. If you're, so if you're coming, to, if you go to Dallas, you might as well get right over the Gulf of Mexico and bring your behind over to Miami. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I've been trying to make it out to Miami. It's just like... The time difference. It's sucks. overrated. Already... It's overrated, but it, it, it listen. It's nice if you just want to come vacation in it. Don't yeah, live yeah, here, yeah. but come vacation. I mean, my friend lives there. She's always trying to get me to go. I'm like, girl, you're a resident, and and you're a resident right now. Your schedule sucks. You have one day a week. I'm trying to go around and see all the places right. and all the things too. Another and I'm sure thing. as hell I ain't going through a hurricane season either. Absolutely way, not. You have well, it, it ends in November, so in December you're good to go. Right, would you be have, nice. and, and you have your own personal Uber Lyft driver already because I'm a full-time <laughs> driver. So there you go. There you You'd go. have somebody to show you the city as well. Dang, you're actually convincing me a little more now. I'm like, let me look at the schedule Just again. Just saying. I mean, I really <laughs> wanted to go to the Black Friday game. That would be perfect. Ooh. It's over the holiday weekend. So that's something I can still look at because obviously everyone normally always has time off and right. things like that. Right. And obviously it'd be the first one too. I think... And let me know if you guys disagree. They should make that game a permanent game. It should always be well, a chess okay. game, too. I think so, well, too. You know, and it's, it's funny you say that because I've heard that they're considering the Jets for kind of like the Cowboys and the Lions on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. that they're considering the Jets for a Black Friday every year. And they should. So, I agree. I think that would be awesome. So mm-hmm. they're, they're definitely in the talks about that. Well, yeah, and I mean, that was a great spot to pick a game because everyone's usually off that Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing I don't like is I think, what time is the game at? It's at an odd time. It's a night game for sure. I think it's like 7 o'clock at night, Danny, if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't know. Uh, no, it's, it's like in the middle of the afternoon, I believe. Is it yeah. really? Hold on. And then um, a bunch of people were telling me that obviously around, I've only been to MetLife once. But there's like a mall around there, apparently. And they were just saying the traffic coming out of there is going to be a pain in the ass. So this, I haven't been to you're Met absolutely Life. right. It's at three o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. Just an yeah. odd time. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I thought it was a night game. I'm like, why wouldn't you make a Black Friday game a night game? That would make the because most everybody's sense, home because but... everybody's home in the middle of the day. It's kind of like the Cowboys and the. Yeah, yeah. And the Lions, everybody's home, so they just figured that. No, they people just are out there stomping people out for Black Friday. <laughs> no, people, 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 people start that madness at like four in the morning. By the time it's like noon, everybody's all right. We, we got everything we're going to get. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Abby, thank you again for joining us. It was awesome having sure. you on. Listen, uh, yeah. Let everybody know where they can find you since you refuse to get on Twitter. Mm. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. Um, my personal Instagram is abs, abs602434. Someone was asking me what the numbers mean. 602 is the Phoenix area code where I'm from, and 434 is from Virginia where I used to live. So that's where that came from um all lowercase and then obviously follow my um take flight talk it's take underscore flight underscore talk on instagram and then i'm at ab602434 on tiktok as well i pretty much post weekly so and listen daily if, at this if, point if you, want, <laughs> if you want your jets fixed and you're not getting enough from us i personally guarantee you that you enjoy her content you enjoy her feedback on your football team so definitely go give her a follow Literally, my rants will. I'll give you guys a warning, but my rants will start as soon as week one hits and it'll be all over from there. I do my rants on the next day, and then I do um, now. I've even been doing should you bet on the Jets, and I'll look at FanDuel, look at the spread, and everything like that. So it's a full time job. <laughs> These are full time jobs for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So appreciate you taking the time to join us if you are on audio thank you for listening all the way to the end if you are on youtube thank you for watching all the way to the end and uh any final thoughts mr beardrick fanatic uh no it was amazing meeting you finally in person talking jets football with you talking football in general with you it was it definitely definitely fulfilled my what i thought was going to be a great experience it, it definitely was that and i hope that you will that you enjoyed it so much and you'll come back and visit us during the season hopefully during that during that during that black friday game when we play you guys or the one later in the year well you'll lose both so it doesn't matter you know there we go, <laughs> there we go. it'll be all it. afc east sweep for the jets they're they're gonna sweep uh, the patriots they're gonna sweep the bills they're gonna sweep my oh I, I got a lot of crap for saying that because i predicted the same thing a couple weeks no ago. i so I actually think I really think we'll sweep the Patriots. I know that sounds like so out of control, no. but I, 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 I really think we go think five we and do. one. I think we go five and one. I think we sweep the Patriots in the I first six the weeks. Dolphins. No, oh, no, no. I'm talking about the AFC East. Oh, OK. Oh, they, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with it. Who do you think we lose yeah. to then? I think we lose one to the Bills. I think we lose uh, in Buffalo. I do, too. Look, the I Dolphins know, but... and real quick. We're, we're, look. We're approaching the hour, so I, I know we got to cut it off. But real quick, the Dolphins, I think we played the Dolphins very well in Miami. I know because I co go to all the Miami Dol Jets games Do down you? here. And Do you? Yes. Do you? Most of, most of them. There you go. And um, and we win more times than not. We almost beat them last year with Joe Flacco. So we played very you. well down here. And then the one game in MetLife last year, we – I'm sorry, not, not last year. This year, the, the game coming up in MetLife, it's on a short week. It's Black Friday, and any the home team on a short week always has the advantage. So when you have mm -hmm. two good teams playing, any small advantage, you know, you got to take that into account. So I think that they just have a great chance of sweeping the Dolphins. Now, with that being said, I'm a battered fan, so now that I said it, I expect to get swept by everybody. But for right now, <laughs> that's what I think. Right. So, Tune us out, again. bro. Tune us out. All right. Screw All both right. of you guys Thank now. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, as always, Bearded, and uh, we will catch you guys next week on the next episode. We have a oh, – man, I'm not going to – Sack Exchange. I don't want to mess up his real name, though, so I'm just going to leave it there. Next week, Sack Exchange, 9 o'clock, Tuesday, and Hard Knocks starts right after we get off at 10 o'clock, hey. so there you go. So up. until then, have a good one. Oh, this motherfucker. Bye. I, I always – I always